This is News Talk. With a stark headline on the front of the Irish Examiner badge of dishonour, a number of the papers leading with the uh, report into abuses in the Defence Forces. The Examiner says that the full statutory inquiry into brutal abuse in the Defence Forces must include military hierarchy, the Department of Defence and the military system in its entirety. That's the call from Women of Honour after an independent review group uh, found um, that 89%, sorry, 88% of female soldiers reported experiencing one or more forms of sexual harassment. Bullying, harassment, discrimination and sexual harassment continue in the Defence Forces to this very day. Cadets, women, the lower ranks and those who challenge are at risk of predatory older members and the working environment is not safe for men or women. And really the report saying that uh, the Defence Forces at best barely tolerates women at worst verbally, physically, sexually and psychologically abuses women in its ranks and the Irish Examiner asks the question if a significant proportion of their own members feel they're not being defended how can the defence forces be fit for purpose? Accountability is needed and swift action that's also on the front of the Irish Daily Mail, women barely tolerated in defence forces, women had to double lock their doors cameras were hidden in showers and the Thornish that has revealed his disgust at the disturbing revelations. The Irish Sun, same story, shame of our army soldiers locked in barrels with dead animals, raped and abused by senior officers with impunity. Culture of cover-up still remains to this very day and the Chief of Staff vows punishment for perpetrators. And the Irish Times, Women of Honour report, Defence Forces barely tolerates women at best and abuses women at worst, the government has committed to a statutory inquiry after this report, which highlights toxic culture uh, and the military was unable or unwilling to reform, according to the review from the Independent Review Group. Speaking of a different review on the front of the Irish Times, a new review of the state's abortion law is going to recommend a loosening of existing rules, which could involve the removal of the three-day wait to access medication. Uh, Health Minister Stephen Don has received a report compiled by Barrister Marie O'Shea which looks at how abortion law is operating in Ireland and now sources are telling the Irish Times that the review is recommending a loosening of the current law getting rid of the three-day wait to access termination medication. A number of politicians have been calling for the removal of this waiting period but Ainthu has said that women should wait five days to get access to the medication. So we'll have to wait and see the publication of this report. It will be brought to Cabinet uh, and then the report is going to be made public. The Irish Daily Mirror, no one else should suffer like Alejandro. This is the family of Alejandro Mizan last night praising new laws to crack down on dangerous dogs and uh, a review into dangerous dogs in Ireland really was inspired by the life-changing injuries suffered by this 10-year-old boy when a pit bull tore off his lower lip last year in Wexford. His brother Raul has said the attack on Alejandro did not go unnoticed and now change is coming. And Raul was on Lunchtime Live here on News Talk yesterday. If you missed it or you'd like to listen back, you can get that on the News Talk app or the News Talk website. But the family really encouraged by these new dog laws, uh, it would seem. The Irish Independent says a man made it through Dublin Airport 
and got on a flight without a passport or a boarding pass, if you don't mind. It's been described as a major security breach. The man, Abdul Amid, was fined €700 after boarding the Aer Lingus flight to Birmingham at Dublin Airport on Monday night without a boarding pass or a passport. Uh, He was able to pass through security screening at Terminal 2 and get by airline staff at the gate to board the plane, despite not having the ticket or the passport, uh, because obviously they do check your boarding passes normally. Manually, they check them. You have to show your pass, and then you go through security. In Terminal 1, it's the automated system. In Terminal 2, they physically check your ticket, uh, and uh, DAA has declined to comment to the Irish Independent on the incident there. So that's on the front of the Indo. Uh, And of course, we had the announcement yesterday from Dublin Airport that they're trying to make the passenger experience more enjoyable at the airport. I'm sure they don't mean that you get through without having to show your boarding pass, but they're talking about things like extra seating and extra plugs to charge your phones and stuff like that. Staying with the Irish Independent inside, obviously the fallout from Kelly Harrington's interview on Off the Ball here on News Talk continues. Lots of coverage of Kelly Harrington in the papers today, including uh, the news that Spar has said that Kelly Harrington will remain on as its brand ambassador despite the interview on News Talk in which she refused to discuss a tweet she made about immigration. Spar has told the Irish Independent that it welcomed a statement from Harrington in which she said she was all about community inclusion and diversity uh, and Spar says we've always valued the contribution different national bring to the local communities where we operate and we welcome Kelly's recent statement in which she clarified her position in relation to the important matter uh, and they have confirmed that Kelly Harrington will continue as ambassador for the convenience store chain. Now you may have seen this news about uh, fuel prices and cars, it's in the mail today a third of road users are ditching their second car to try and cut down on the spiralling cost of motoring. More than two-thirds of drivers say rising fuel costs is their biggest worry about running a car. A third spend between 200 and 300 quid a month filling their tanks and now a lot of the families involved are getting rid of the second car. I have to say, looking at my own estate, driving out in the mornings, an awful lot of houses uh, who do have children, I know they have children as well, but they have just one car. So a lot of people are reducing it down to one car and you can understand why with the cost of keeping a car on the road I had to get a timing belt brakes fixed a whole load of stuff done cost me two and a half grand recently so trying to keep two cars on the road isn't easy and a third of motorists now getting rid of their second car final story for you comes from the star there's still lots of focus on the Late Late Show presenter we have a long way to go because they're not going to announce this until the summer And Ryan Tuberty's in the gig until May 26th. This is only March 29th. So there's an awful lot of road to go on uh, Late Late Show coverage. But Pat Kenny's in the papers today because former Late Late Show host Pat Kenny has told the Irish Daily Star he would not want to see the next person get the job solely based on their presenter. The News Talk presenter hosted the Friday Night Show for 10 years. And Pat said while a female host for the Late Late is probably inevitable when Ryan Tuberty steps down, He wouldn't want the gig to be given to a woman just because she's a woman. It should be on merit. Uh, And of course, we've a lot of very talented female broadcasters in Ireland vying for the job. 
at the moment. Claire Byrne is still the favourite to host the show. Uh, I saw a psychic yesterday suggest Anton Savage from this parish could get the gig as well, according to uh, Psychic Sally's psychic abilities there. But Louis Walsh is also in the star, speaking of female broadcasters, saying that he wants Claire Brock to take over the Late Late Show. Claire Brock, of course, hosts the Tonight Show on Virgin Media Television. She also fills in sometimes here on News Talk Breakfast. But uh, Louis Walsh says, I can't believe I haven't seen anyone put her name forward. She's perfect for the job. Louis Walsh reckons Claire Byrne will get it, but he thinks Claire Brock would be a very good choice. Uh, Louis says she's also good-looking, intelligent and has a great personality. Um, So we shall see what happens with it. The speculation now is who is going to be on the final Late Late Show on May 26th and Bono is among the A-listers back to appear on the final show. Bookies Boyle Sports says it's seen a flurry of bets on the top celebrities set to surprise Ryan Tuberty on his final Friday night chat on May 26th. Bono um, is leading the uh, the race there but also they're talking about Paul McCartney. Now I think they're talking about Paul McCartney Um so they talk about Paul McCartney and uh, he's now a 5-2 to two shot for some reason. I think because Ryan Tuberty said he wants him on rather than actually getting him on. Although these days with chat shows, it's kind of handy because you can zoom them in. So it doesn't matter where Paul McCartney is. Anyway, Barry Keoghan, Hillary Clinton also in the mix as well. Now those are the stories making the headlines. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is Newstalk.